Ladies and gentlemen, the DART mission was a smashing success. See, that sentence would have meant something very different in my college days. Why do I feel like the vibe is Bruce Willis walking away from an explosion? Because <laughs> it absolutely is. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Does Virgin he walk Radio. away at the end no. of that he, he doesn't, doesn't does but he? but neither did the dart probe in this oh. situation because it was kind of like a self-destruct mission. I'm sure you heard about this. The American Space Agency's dart probe, they sent it out to crash into an asteroid, Armageddon style, and we won't forget your sacrifice dart probe. Uh, it was destroyed in the process. So why do they call it the dart probe? I don't know, because you just you go out for a dart. And it usually is, has catastrophic consequences. And then, and then you shoot it at a meteorite <laughs> and destroy it in space. Flicking it away. Of That's course. It. That's the obvious choice. So the whole thing was they designed this test to uh, see whether space rocks that could threaten the Earth could be nudged safely out of the way. And it looked good. They, they had a camera on this probe that was running right up until the impact point, And then obviously... So right. they don't have footage from after that. But they were saying, you know, job well done, mission accomplished. Now... This is the only piece of space news happening right now. At the same time, Jupiter has been the closest to Earth that it's been in 60 years. Yeah, I've been seeing that. You have and been. Mercury's in retrograde, too, oh for the next couple of days still. Not good. Um, last night and I think the night before were the best nights to see it, but I think you still can. thing is, most people have been disappointed because it got sold as like, wow, it's going to be so close, you'll be able to see that red eye and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, unless you have like a crazy powerful telescope, there's no way. Even people with telescopes shared some pictures and it was like, a, it looked like a bright star. Can this be a bit of a hot take? I uh-huh. don't care about space. No? I would rather not know what's going on up there. Yeah. It's almost like ignorance is bliss, you know? Yeah. Don't tell me about it. Because, like, it's scary. I feel the same way about Dr- Jupiter, though. Who cares about Jupiter? Let's all get back to all, what we all know is the best planet here. Pluto. Uranus. Oh. Because this would be a very different song if it was called Drops of Uranus. back in the atmosphere with drops of Uranus in her Absolutely. At 6.07 6 07? You better believe Drops it. Drops of Uranus. That's some Rihanna. Anna and Johnny. Yeah, go. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Louis Capaldi covering Britney Spears is what you need today. This is from BBC Radio 1. He did some sort of orchestral Britney number. Take a listen. I love it. Oh, yeah. He's such a great singer, man. He's amazing. And his new album is doing really, really well in the UK. That's where he's from. So uh, he's living the life. Oh, really? He's from the UK? Yeah. I thought Texas for sure. The accent. (laughs) Yeah, he very much gives off the yeehaw vibe. (laughs) Definitely that. Except he's like the palest, most cherub baby looking person in the entire world. Of course he's British. He looks like Ed Sheeran almost. Uh, They could be cousins. Um, Hallmark just announced their first ever holiday movie with a lead LGBTQ plus couple. And it is starring Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels. From Mean Girls. Uh. 
Uh, okay, the guy who plays Aaron Samuels in Mean Girls, his name's Jonathan Bennett in real life, but he is going to be one of the romantic leads in the movie. He was featured in a same-sex couple for a different holiday Hallmark movie called The Christmas House, but they were not the leads. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be called The Holiday Sitter. It's airing on December 11th on the Hallmark Channel. And Jonathan Bennett playing a lead in a same-sex couple in a Hallmark movie. All right. In a holiday Hallmark movie. So now they can go through all the predictability and flannel wearing and running into each other at the Christmas farm that all the rest of the straight couples do. Oh, good. Hooray. Isn't that great? Um, so, oh, it says what the movie's about. So the movie's about uh, protagonist Sam, who's a workaholic bachelor, who offers to babysit his niece and nephew before the holidays when his sister's out of town. And then he realizes he's completely out of his element. He goes looking for help. And runs into a handsome neighbor, Jason. Good. Yay. That sounds like fun. Handsome neighbor, Jason. We love love a handsome neighbor, Jason. And (laughs) also, um, check on your boyfriend because they're renaming the NFL. This can't be true. They're probably pretty up in arms about it. What's happening? So the NFL, the official verified NFL, has changed their bio to the National Fenty League instead of the National Football League. And it feels correct. And I will only be referring to the NFL as the Fenty League from now on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a real thing. This is just promoting well, they, they, Rihanna. They did it. At the halftime show. They changed their bio to National Fenty League. Uh-huh. And I think it's going to stick. We mentioned yesterday, you know, people are like, oh, she should have a special guest. People are saying, uh, who's the dude who played Spider-Man who did the live Tom performance? Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. Remember when he did that Rihanna yes. dancing thing? On, like, lip sync battle? Yeah, people are yes. like, put him in, coach. That oh would be God. great. He needs to show up. Your next weather report is coming up at 720 also. And can I just mention something here as well, Hannah? You said that Louis Capaldi is British? I thought he was British. Your from, boy's I said, Scottish! I said he's from the UK. Freedom! Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's time for an instant replay to see if Hannah is really owning up to what she said, really. She she disrespected my heritage at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Because I said Louis Capaldi was British. I thought I said he was from the UK. <laughs> well, originally you did, and you should have stopped there. This is this is the play-by-play. Hannah was like, dig up the tape, and I did it. And his new album is doing really, really well in the UK. That's where he's from. So uh, he's living the life. Just wait. Oh, really? He's from the UK? Yeah, except he's like the palest, most yeah. cherub baby-looking <laughs> person in the entire world. Of course he's British. He looks like Ed Sheeran almost. Um, So in between that, that Johnny took out, he was saying, oh, I'm so shocked he's from the UK. I would have thought he's from Texas. And I'm like, yeah, he definitely has a yeehaw type of vibe. (laughs) That's what was taken out. So there was a lot between where I said the UK and then the follow-up of us talking about it for about 20 seconds. not change the fact that you claim Louis Capaldi is British when in fact he is Scottish. Bring in the Red Hot Chili Pipers. My ancestors are very proud of me on this day. Are they actually called the Red Hot Chili Pipers, or was that just a joke? What is that? You said bring in the Red Hot Chili Pipers. That's what they're called. That's actually what they're called? Okay. Yeah, there was, I think, a story in Michigan uh, a while ago where someone thought they were buying tickets to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. And it was tickets to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's like (laughs) when you think you're going to London, England, you go to London, Ontario, and you're like, I've made a terrible mistake. Or like when you think someone's British when really they're Scottish. Not really. It's not the same. Morning. Hey, Hannah.
and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. The headline that when Hannah saw it, she said, I don't want to talk about this on the show. (laughs) Woman hospitalized after Chihuahua poo gets in her mouth while sleeping. Yeah. I saw this article (laughs) and read it and was like, I regret reading this. And then as soon as Johnny brought it up, I was like, oh, no. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. And if your dog sleeps in your bed like mine sleeps in my bed, maybe we should be rethinking that. So so we're getting into this. I was under the impression that it was a it was a couch nap. Oh, maybe it was. The doctors are saying it's something they've never witnessed before. But in this case, a U.K. woman was hospitalized for three days after her chihuahua had a diarrhea attack. So the chihuahua had, like, some sort of bug, and then the chihuahua pooped on her face. Yeah. And then he, the chihuahua gave the woman the bug that it had. Yeah. Because it went into her mouth. And she got violently sick from yeah. that. So I had to go to the hospital for three days, and it was a gastrointestinal infection, courtesy of the chihuahua's feces. Down. Get down. Oh, boy. Oh, they're coming for us. Just just down, okay? I've seen what you did. Chihuahuas, they, they know. Yeah. I feel like chihuahuas are sometimes mean on purpose. Yeah, you think that that was intentional? Yeah. Like, there are so many other places to take a poop in the house. Why do yeah. you have to do it on your owner's face? Like, she must have done something, you know? I guess so. There's your, there's your top story today. Chihuahua diarrhea attack. I know we're not talking about the Taco Bell mascot. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning, Chantel speaking. How can I help you? Hi, it's Hannah and Johnny. (laughs) Hi, how are you? Good, good. Uh, We saw you texted in about a really bad first date. Yeah. When I was in my single phase, mm-hmm. I uh, went home with a guy from the bar, and it was very weird because he initiated, like, the exchange of numbers. He requested that I add him on Facebook and Instagram. Like, he gave me his social handle. Right. And then after I left his house, he never accepted them. So I was just, like, left on red. Right. And the worst part was, like, I didn't even really want to see the guy again. Like, I didn't even really want to talk to him. But he was, like, pushing for it. So I was like, all right, whatever, man. Right. And then I just <laughs> I just kind of, like, left that, that phase of my life behind because I, I literally met my husband a week later. So. Oh, perfect. Well, it worked out. But you were mad because you're like, I didn't even want your number, bro. Yeah, and now I, you're I like, li- take it. And then he's I like, I literally oh. didn't. Like, I, I legitimately <laughs> did not want to see this guy again. And he was like, no, bro, like, add me on Facebook. Add me on Facebook. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> And so I, like, sent the request, and then he left me on red. You're like, Like, how dare you do this to me? I wanted to leave you on red. Basically. And so I I literally, yeah, it was was a a lesson learned for sure, so. My favorite part is that in the text you said, it really burned your button. I've never seen that expression before. It burned my button. What's the expression? You know, like, grinds my gears. I don't know what, what... I'm using that exclusively going forward. That really burns Perfect. my button, all right? Chantel, I love you. Burned my button sounds like a grandma expression for sure. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm a grandma at heart despite being like, you know, 30 years old. So. Amazing. Love that. Me, me and my canned jellies would have to agree with you there. I'm also an old woman on the inside. <laughs> Uh, well, guess what? You won tickets to M- Sebastian Maniscalco. Woo! Get out. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Thank you. You're welcome. 
I love it. Love the morning. Hannah and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Do you have any deal breaker cars that if someone drives it, they're like an immediate no from you? Can text us at 10939. Interesting question. Yeah, it's Hannah and Johnny on 939 Virgin Radio. And we bring this up because there's an interview going viral of somebody who has some serious opinions about this one particular car model, and they can let almost anything slide, but not you driving this. The poor person doing the interview with this person was not even trying to talk about cars, but it somehow took a bit of a turn. Take a listen. The 10, but she's hooked up with all your homeboys. What does that make her? That makes her a 5, but if she drives a Kia Soul, that makes her automatic 3, because... You know, a hamster car. I don't want a 10 out of 10 driving a Kia Soul hamster car. What if she hooked up with all your friends, then she's a 5, so you, you know still what? hook up with her? Be a 10 out of 10. Hook up with all my friends, but if she drives a Kia Soul. You want these Kia Souls, man. Oh, I hate Kia Souls. It's a hamster car. <laughs> Like, she's like, genuinely trying to ask about relationship <laughs> advice. And he's like, she drives And I don't know what happened to his voice, too. Like, it sounds as it if... sounds uh, like Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. If she drives a Kia Soul. Yeah. That's crazy. I love him so much. Yeah, he has some really serious opinions and passions against the Kia Soul. Bro, they are kind of, like, boxy, right? Those yeah. are the boxy ones. I get that. Was that, like, out front of Tequila Bob's at 3 in the morning? What was that? I don't think it was crazy. recorded here, unfortunately. <laughs> But if you want to be the anti-Kia Soul guy, I'm sure you can stand on a street corner and uh, and yell about it. Yeah, I guess so. We got a text from Shane. It says, if a guy drives a keep truck, oh, we can't be friends. What's a keep truck? I bet that's autocorrect from Jeep. Oh, like a, a Jeep, Jeep truck. truck. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my fiance told me he almost got a Jeep truck. Yeah. And, like, he has a normal Jeep. Okay. And I don't know how I feel about the Jeep truck either. Yeah. It's like, get a Jeep or get a truck. And that might upset some people because I know there's Jeep trucks out and about here. But ne- Nether text at 1093.9 says the Hummer. Oh, what you, yeah. You get a pretty specific impression, I think, if someone's driving a Hummer. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was always... Like, I have a love-hate relationship with PT Cruisers. Yeah. Because they got so much hate, I feel like, when they came out. Mm-hmm. My my uncle got one with the wood paneling, and he had a license plate that said, See Doug Go. That's iconic. He was iconic. so proud of that thing. I feel like if you have a PT uh, Cruiser, ironically, it's yeah. funny. But if you have one seriously, then you know. Yeah, no. Well, keep them coming. What are those red flag vehicles? Text 10939. Again, I have my, my Chevy Equinox. My grandparents also drive one. So I feel like I'm in good company, you know? Just yeah. another way that I am like an old person. Well, it's your car model is not on the list. Hot Donna. But do you know what is? If she drives a Kia Soul, that makes her <laughs> automatic three. But <laughs> if she's got a Kia Soul, she doesn't have a soul. <laughs> Now, here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Think really hard about this. What would you say is the greatest TV show ever made? You text us at 10.93.9. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So, you know my answer is Gossip Girl. However, if we're talking about this list, Mm -hmm. I have two guesses for the best TV show ever made. Yeah. One is one I have have seen, which is Breaking Bad. Yeah. And the other is one I haven't seen, which is The Sopranos. Both great guesses, and Breaking Bad, I have to say, is my personal favorite show of all time. Yeah. Ever made. It's correct. Amazing. And it's high up on the list. Sopranos was actually number one. I you nailed it. that one, I of course. But it. I mean, what else is it going to be? It's like the iconic. This I honestly never watched it. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. And then I woke up the next day and got so 
You could tell me this is the real Sopranos theme song and I would believe you. Amazing. Great show. Nintendo texted, hands down married with children. Is that on the list? Married with children. That's a good question. And I would be better equipped to answer your questions if my computer wasn't almost completely frozen solid right now. Uh, The full list from Rolling Stone is on our Facebook page at Virgin Radio Windsor. I just shared it. Well, maybe I can look yeah, at it. Get your in there. Computer's not I did. I looked up because is the thing. I started trying to look up in the entire list if Gossip Girl was in there because Hannah was like, "Gossip Girl has to be. That's the best show ever made." Yeah. And I looked it up, and it's not anywhere on the list. Out of a hundred shows, How Rolling Stone dare says you, Rolling not even Stone. close. Have uh, you heard of Leighton Meester? No, I haven't. Uh, number <laughs> ten on the list of greatest shows according to Rolling Stone, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. So a bit of a throwback there. I don't know that. Number nine, Atlanta, which uh, was on FX. That's uh, Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, and I his show about that. like kind of like the rap uh, world in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Cheers is at number eight. Where everybody knows yeah. your name. Um, oh. Just so you know, Nintendo Married with Children is not on the really? list. Really? That's a yeah. pretty iconic comedy, though. Someone texted us, Sons of Anarchy. I bet that's somewhere. I don't think it's in the top ten. Number uh, No, it's Number not. seven is Mad Men, which you know, had a pretty iconic run. And, like, Mad Men's okay. It's not number seven in my mind. Number six, Seinfeld, yeah, okay. which is always going to be iconic. Number five, Fleabag, which I haven't seen. I love Fleabag. It's a newer one, eh? I love Fleabag. Big fan there. I could tell by the sound you just made. Sorry. I love Fleabag. I forgot, but it's such a good show. We have a text asking Friends. Friends is not on the list either. It's not on the list at all. No. That's crazy. Uh, I feel like there's been a complete retraction of Friends over the past year, so everyone's like, never mind. We never liked that show. Moving on. Uh, Number four, The Wire. So, so good. Another one of those classic HBO shows. Number three is where Breaking Bad falls. Again, my favorite of all time. And you can tell how good it is because of the longevity. Breaking Bad has been the theme of a lot of um, memes lately. Yeah. People doing like video game memes, different things, using Breaking Bad scenes. Hilarious. Interestingly enough, I looked up The Office to see if it was on the list. The Office UK is on the list. The mm-hmm. Office US is not. Okay, that's that's malarkey. Yeah. I'm going to call malarkey on that. Mm-hmm. Number two, The Simpsons, baby. Okay. I am still a fan. I don't care if the last, like, 20 seasons have been BS. Uh, mm-hmm. I The originals, that kind of seven-season run. 20 seasons amazing. of BS is a lot it's a of lot. BS. And that BS is still continuing to this day. And again, <laughs> Sopranos is the number one with their gabagool there. Right. We got a text saying Dallas. Is Dallas on the list? It's not. not. Sorry, Christina. If you want to keep that conversation going, go to our Facebook page at Virgin Radio Windsor. Ooh, Ozark, someone's asking. Check it out. Uh, Pack it. Not on there. Nope. Wow. Lot of troubling upsets there. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. We need to right a wrong here. Hannah was looking at the it's wrong here. page. No, no, I was looking at the right page, but it said load more at the bottom. So uh, I was going through, so I was looking at the first 50 and not the second 50. Yeah, we were talking about greatest shows of all time because of this Rolling Stones list. Yeah, Friends is on the list okay. as number 49. There you go. Other than that, oh, The Office is on the list. Okay, so see, I had hey, the first 50 yeah. and I didn't know it said load more. I thought it was all on one page. It was not making sense to okay, me at okay, all. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, The Office US <laughs> is number 34 and Friends is number 49. So those two are indeed on the list. Thank goodness. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. I don't want to say that almost dying is funny, but after this many brushes with death, there's nothing you can do but laugh. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. 
Don't come for me. This happened 200 years ago. All right. Fair. Have you ever heard what happened to the guy who invented the saxophone? We're about to. It's time for the More You Know <laughs> Corner. Very nice. The guy who invented the saxophone as a child was the most unlucky kid on the face of the planet. He had many brushes with death. As a child, he once fell from a height of three stories, hitting his head on a stone, and everybody believed he was dead. Oh, my God. He wasn't. At the age of three, he drank a bowl full of acidic water after mistaking it for milk. What? And he later swallowed a pin. Also, as a child, the guy who invented the saxophone received serious burns from a gunpowder explosion, and he additionally fell into a hot cast iron frying pan, burning his side. Several times, he avoided accidental poisoning and asphyxiation from sleeping in a room where varnished furniture was drying. Good God. Another time, young Sax, his last name is actually Sax, by the way, Okay. was yeah. struck on the head by a cobblestone and fell into a river, almost dying. So his mother once said he's a child condemned to misfortune and that he will not live. His, <laughs> like, neighbors, his neighbors called him Little Sax the Ghost. Oh, my God. This kid, and he didn't die. Like, he no. lived a long life and invented a bunch of instruments. Mm. But, like, what in the universe was out to get him uh, as a child? He had to almost die over and over so that George Michael could live. Is this the best saxophone song of all time? Can you think of any others that might be contenders? Text 10939. Um, it says here that he suffered from lip cancer. What? Between 1853 and 1858, but he made a full recovery, so he's a lip cancer survivor. Wonder if playing the saxophone might have helped him with that. I don't know. Never know. I've got another one that I think is up there for some of the best sax work out there. Jerry Rafferty Baker Street. You know it. Oh yeah. We got a text at 10939. They said the weekend in your eyes. They've got a sax song. Now, I don't know about the best of all time for this. These are, they're all good, but can any of them compare to Hannah using the saxophone voicing on a keyboard? Yeah, we've got a little Yamaha here and we put it on saxophone like mode. It doesn't really sound like a saxophone. Tell me if you think this sounds like a saxophone. It's great. Does that sound sexy to you? It was very sexy. Here's my sax solo. That's beautiful. I can hold a note for a really long time. There's no breath control needed. It's literally a crappy Yamaha keyboard. (gasps) That's very good. Congratulations. Want to just run it over the intro to this too? Keep it going. Look at great sax song. Only here on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's a podcast and it's on the radio. Magic, magic. Check out Hannah and Johnny weekday morning 6 to 10 on 93.9 Virgin Radio.